It's Friday, and we are at the Friday conversation. And usually we come up with all these topics, but leave it to Zion Williamson <laughs> to lead our discussion today. And no, this is not a hoops pod. Oh, man. This is actually a life pod. This is actually a Friday conversation pod. And it's going to be a little bit about social media. It's going to be a little bit about how young people use social media. I'm going to lean on Nico Miatello for oh, that. So here. let's go in with it. He is here. The Canadian bomber. The Canadian shaman. The Canadian Bill Simmons. The forever Canadian son of Loretta Curran. And for this podcast... He is our Canadian, uh, what was it, Hilton Perez? What was oh, that guy's Perez name? Hilton, yeah. Yeah, Perez Hilton. There you go. Yeah. All right. So that's who okay, you are today. I'm here for it. And what I want to do is I, I don't want to make light of Zion. I mean, all I can say is that um, – we know athletes do this. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, for us to sit here and go, uh, this is shocking. And I remember when the Tiger Woods thing came out and everybody was so up in arms about what was going on. They were so yeah, dumbfounded by, oh, a man who has a ton of money, who is probably one of the most recognizable faces on mm. the planet. And he's out here catting around. Well, listen, I'm not here to pass judgment on anybody. What you do in your private life is what you do in your private life. That's that's one thing. Yeah, absolutely. But the other thing is is that yo, know, you can't be getting caught up on, on social media like yeah, this. No. You can't get got like this. No, definitely not. And um so really what I want to kind of talk through with you today mm -hmm. is the use of social media, how how people use it a little bit. I mean, we're not going to be able to touch on all of it. Obviously, we can talk on some some of the major mistakes that people have made. Yeah. Um, and and using it on the, under the prism of Zion because mm -hmm. I want to get into this a little bit, and then I want to talk about like is this is this indicative of what it is, we're seeing it on a on grand scale because mm -hmm. it's Zion. But is this going down like with regular folks? Mm. <clears throat> well, I'll I'll get into that after here. The first thing I want to do is I I know not a lot of people are going to do this, so I want to personally apologize to Zion's child because. This is all now happening because of his child. And all these people are coming out of the woodwork to trash his name and cause all this drama and not, not realizing that you're putting this, this human who's coming into the world, you're making their birth, before it's even happened, a news story. And you're making their life harder than it needs to be. So I, I want to apologize to Zion's child for everything they have to go through through this situation. Zion himself clearly has has made some some major errors. 
And when you say happening to regular regular people, I'm sure stuff kind of along this this line is happening to regular people, especially with like the advent of dating apps. And I guess my question to you is, is that my my question to you is and I want to go a background to the birth of his Mm -hmm. child, because to me, you're right. That is the saddest part of this. My, my, I guess my question is, is that I, I kind of knew that, you know, people used Instagram and whatever. I knew about the IG models oh, yeah. and, and all that and people hooking up with those people and whatever. Is it like it was when um, when the founder of Facebook came out and he was like, I did this to kind of <laughs> meet girls? Oh. I mean, is literally social media still... well? Kind of that basic yeah. in that way. Oh man, the the craziest thing I I hear about on social media, I I heard about this from some of our our guys in the Discord. Apparently, the new thing for for young people to do is to go on Snapchat, find your lo- location around you, and then just add people. And start talking to random strangers who have Snapchat near your house. That's just Whoa. that's just a thing people do. And I didn't Whoa. I didn't even realize it until they told me. And then I logged on to my Snapchat and realized I have like thirty five friend requests on Snapchat because I live not too far from a high school out here. So clearly, it's happening all around. Um, the- Wait, so let me get this. Let me paint this yeah. picture. So. There's an app, Snapchat. I know about it. Mm. I don't have it. Thank God. Um, and it's kind of a little in the form of TikTok, but not. You're more privatized, uh, right? On that one, like it's you're kind of you're more. Well, if people if you don't want people to see it, they won't see it. Yeah, they well, won't see it, right? Yeah, it's got that side to it, but it's mostly used as like a direct messaging app between two people. Rather than like putting stuff up there for the public to see, they are the first company actually to invent the stories. Stories came from Snapchat first, and they still have that. So that is is an aspect they have on the website, but it's no different from stories anywhere else. Um, it, it's mostly an app used for like person to person communication. Okay, and and so you can turn on like your location general location your general location yeah and whatever within a certain radius yeah you can turn on people will just turn on your general location and then you can choose either to have it like publicly available for all sorts of people i didn't even realize this at first and i went and changed my settings but you can have it publicly available for everyone to see your location settings. You can have it so just your friends can see your location settings, and then you can have it so your location settings are turned off altogether. Um, the the people who have it more public, it seems like it's turned into a dating tool. So it's a it's a digital boom yeah talk. yeah all right well all right. the Zion thing though uh, I think goes beyond like the IG models of it all it's it's straight up to OnlyFans models and people who are on the periphery 
of porn stars and this is honestly kind of akin to prostitution it's not prostitution i don't want sex workers. yeah i don't want to i don't want to disparage anyone who works on only fans because that that i'm i'm not saying anyone who works on only fans is a prostitute or a sex worker however like the situation that zion was in precisely was he met only fans models and then he paid them money for sex and that's what prostitution is so um that that side of it i i think happens way less frequently to your average joe just simply because uh the money of it all he he kind of probably scrolls through only fans and just picks the girl he wants to try to to pay cool. money to so it, that that part's a little a little different than it is for your average person but the the weirdness of social media dating still still does exist for sure and like obviously i'm not going to ever say a bad thing about a dating app I, app i met my wife on a dating app but i think it's a little different between using a dating app for the express purpose of dating and then being a person who uses an app that's not for dating at all to like try and trick people into dating you that's that's the area where it gets a little more fishy for me right so i guess now the other thing with zion is like you said he he did not even think about any of the ramifications and listen they're all he's so young yeah. they all make mistakes like this uh not all of them but a majority of them um or maybe i shouldn't even say that because that sounds disparaging as mm. well there is a there's a there's a clump yeah of, of of people who are in this limelight medium if you want to put it like that mm. uh actors um music artists sports athletes yeah politics <laughs> politicians mm-hmm. um so i mean i'm sure you know there's a subsect of that community that delves into these type of things i guess my thing is is that i did not realize that a lot of things had become almost kind of even not in a money sense but it's become kind of transactional. Yeah. Right? We look at a person on the screen, we're like, oh, no, they don't fit my criteria left. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> uh, oh, this person fits my criteria. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're, it's not like, wrong. Uh, you're not wrong. It's, it's like, it's like, oh, okay. Oh, uh, I like, I like these boobs or yeah. I like this guy's abs. Yeah, you're not wrong. Whatever. Right? That, <laughs> that, that was never how I used dating apps. I, I'm, just, I'm one of those people who, in my head, I'm always worried about the what if. So I I was concerned. You can't swipe left on anyone because you might be swiping away your your wife. So it was right for, for every single person. For everyone. Every, everyone. But I, every only, I only ever on met a person with someone once and I'm going to marry her. So Okay. So, all right. So we... I mean, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I want to bro- put this on broad terms. Like we've been on uh, audio apps, and we've seen people kind of, you know, get together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've seen, 
we've seen things that were just seem very unsafe. Well, for me, it seemed very unsafe. Mm. <laughs> and 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 just kind of go, well, I don't really know that person, so I I really wish them the best mm-hmm. in, in all their endeavors because it just seems that you're meeting up with somebody from a thousand miles away that I yeah. don't know if that should work out. I will say um, the audio apps are safer, I would say, on that side than most other apps because on on the audio apps, you actually have to have a real conversation with the person. And for a lot of these catfishes, fake accounts that try and like swindle people in various ways, that's that's the thing they can never get down is the the talking talking like just having a discussion with another human being and now through the that's that's one of the things that's better with the technology now realistically is just through not only audio apps but also facetime you can just look and see if that's the real person you're talking to and if it's not then don't talk to them anymore i think it's pretty self-explanatory on that side but i think that's one of the few ways we're moving in the right direction. Mm. I like that part mm-hmm. of it. But uh, when do you think this kind of like digital hookup explosion like happened? Because if, if it's happening at the highest levels, mm-hmm. shout out to my guy, Peter Rosenberg, who says that. Um, it's obviously happening at lower oh, levels. Oh, yeah, of course. So are so are our twenty year olds, eighteen year olds mm. that we're in contact with, and yeah, yeah, you know, uh, are they doing this? Uh, mess meeting people online, definitely. Um, okay. I the <laughs> the I don't know if they're indulging in all the practices that we've talked about i i actually i know for most of them that they aren't but um i i know a lot of a lot of young people are and i know a lot of people who use these kind of methods just because it's it's the way of the times i and as for when the explosion happened for me i i see it as like 2012 2013 as when the explosion really hit because that's when tinder first started coming up and that was the the spark that lit the flame it like completely changed the way the dating dating apps worked altogether. the swipe left swipe right thing was just a tinder thing no other app had anything like that and then all of a sudden every app was just like that so it I think that's that's kind of what has started this whole era of online dating. And I I got on it early. I got on Tinder uh, just a little while after it launched. So I I know what it's like. I've been molded by it as well to a certain extent, but more the early era. How much of yourself is on social media? You would say. Ooh. Um. Well, I think I'm I'm a little bit of a unique case because I I'm pretty open with most things about myself. So I I would say whatever percentage is out there, it, it's probably pretty high, and whatever percentage mm-hmm. isn't out there, it's just that either I haven't found it interesting enough to share, or it just hasn't came up. 
I'm I'm pretty willing to share pretty close to everything about myself. Other people in my life, no, no, definitely not. But whenever it's my my news, my story, I have no problem sharing it. I mean, I'm, I know you know I'm open. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to hide, um, even to my detriment. Yeah, you know, talking about what kind of what kind of horrific dad I was to my children. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just because of my alcoholism. Um, not no way of beating them or whatever, just not doing what I needed to do and growing up mm-hmm. later and, you know, whatever. But um, I guess the other thing is there's your level and younger than you, the level of openness about just, I will send you a picture. I will send you my location Look, yeah. here, just drop the pin and do mm-hmm. that. Has social media created this kind of somehow faux safe haven where you feel like you really know this person? Mm. Because here's the one thing that I will say about social media. If you are that person, I don't have the energy, nor the time, nor the inclination to craft my social media. Yeah. It is what I'm thinking Mm. literally in real time. Mm. Yeah. What I pray is that what I put out is positive, right? Mm-hmm. What I pray is that is that I don't put out anything that is going to degrade anybody. Kindle, that's mm-hmm. for you. It's a little, it's a little, yeah, inside joke. Um, I hope that I'm trying to uplift people, mm-hmm. or I'm just trying to give them information about you know silly things like. Keontae George. Yeah. <laughs> um, but their willingness to just, I mean, how many times have we seen just crazy stuff? Like our, our, our group will, oh, I found this on the internet and this dude was beating up this dude yeah. or this, or this lady was acting crazy and she was showing up most of her body mm-hmm. or whatever case may be just the amount of things that you can find mm-hmm. and the amount of things that if you were w- willing to kind of not even search hard for it, mm-hmm. just, it's really right yeah. there. I guess my whole thing is when and why is that going on now? Why is it so easy to do that? But when two people get in close proximity of one another, they cannot have a conversation to save their life. Well, I, <laughs> We again, this is uh, this could come across as an ad for social audio apps. It's because a lot of these people don't really actually talk to other people a lot of the day. It's not, it's not a day spent having meaningful conversations with others, it's a day spent behind a screen for the most part and just mm-hmm. talking to maybe maybe a couple people you normally talk to and and not really like advancing thought or anything like that and what but when you're behind the screen you can learn learn a lot as well it's just like you mentioned it's a narrow view into a world it's a very you're just given a pinpoint of time in a moment and you're expected to analyze it fully I will say that 
the thing that's different about this generation than past generations is the fact that they've grown up with the internet and been molded by it to a certain extent means that they've got a greater literacy for it. So when it comes to whatever scam, whatever uh, person who's catfishing trying to trick you in, in one way or another, they know all the signs to look out for. So as soon as something gets a little fishy, they'll pull the plug entirely. And that has what's led to them being more safe than in the past. Whenever you'd meet up with someone from the internet, you'd be scared you were going to get murdered. And now it's just not quite that same way unless you're meeting people off 4chan or something crazy like that. There's just you as a person are tied in so strongly to your social media that like if you do something negative like zion is a perfect example of this now all this stuff is tied to zion's name for the rest of his life because of the bad decisions he made and the lack of literacy he had for the situation i think most people in in this day and age don't have the the sense of grandeur that he seems to have and it like leads to them making more intelligent decisions on on the side of being online. Well, here's the other consequence that I don't think you you might think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that a lot of other people think about mm-hmm. the scrubbing of social media. The the young lady who put these posts up. Mm-hmm. Yesterday and the day before. That was all out there for everybody to see. Very unfortunate for the young lady who was in the photo with Zion. Oh, man. The unborn child. Yeah, there was much more than one lady who put stuff up with Zion. uh, Well, what I'm just saying is that. One in particular. Their willingness to share that and put that out there. Mm. The willingness to shame people is something that we see on the social media apps all the time. That their opinion is so strong and they're so tied to it that I will shame you or I will ridicule, ridicule you to the point of now it's a mob mentality. Mm -hmm. And uh, Belinda and I have talked about this a lot. Like you'll get two people together, one of feel a certain way and then the other one will start feeling a certain way and then it's just a chain reaction everybody's gone with it and we're you know zero to 100 2.6 seconds let's go yeah where did that come from we were always talked about keyboard warriors and things of Uh that nature why is that now something we see a lot and i know that they've been trying to do like social media campaigns on bullying and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. But my question is, is that it's almost like, it's almost like the people on the other end are like in a video game and they can just hit the reset button if they don't like what they hear. Right? No, it's not that way. Mm -hmm. These are real human beings, real blood, real thoughts, real identity, real could have identity issues, you know, real, maybe, Issues with self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what you're doing to a person 
when you're putting all this vile out there. Yeah. You know, like, I understand that the young lady um, was hurt by whatever transactional yeah, situation yeah. she had going on with Zion. Well, it seems like he lied to a lot, a lot of women. I, I, hey, I, I understand yeah. that. I, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve or does, you know, he does deserve or doesn't mm-hmm. deserve what he is getting. That is for others to worry yeah. about. I'm more focused on, is this the reason why you weren't putting a lot of time in the gym? That's what I'm more focused on if we have to go NBA style on it. Like, are you, is this, is this clouding you from doing your job? I'm not saying it is or not. I'm just throwing that. I'm, this is my question in my head. Yeah, that's fair. I think that was a question that people were asking to a certain extent. And that one, I'm, I'm a little less open to, uh, simply because like, I'm sure if you looked into a lot of NBA players, they're doing a lot of similar stuff and they can still get into the gym. So that that part if he's if he's saying that's why he wasn't getting into the gym, that that comes across to me as more of an excuse than anything else. I the mob mentality part, I think that's that's just a tale as old as time. Mob mentality, you can trace that back to the Salem witch trials. You can trace that back to the crucifixion of Jesus. You can trace that back very, very far. I just think the fact that the internet is a new technology, even still that it's been around for as long as it has, it's relatively new. And social media being as big as it is today is also relatively new. So the like mob mentality is just flooding to there at extreme rates because <laughs> social media is the greatest way to weaponize mob mentality that we've ever seen in history. So I think these are the type of things that are eventually going to go away once people, uh, for, I, I, people always talk about, Things dying down because, oh, something new came into the foray. Eventually, people are going to get tired of chasing after every single thing that pops up in the same way. It just it just happens. It's not going to be the way we always conduct business. It's just an overcorrection to so many people feeling silenced for so long that they want to make their voice heard on everything. And... They're going about it in in what is definitely the wrong way. I I think we're going to see it swing the other way eventually, though. We might still be a decade plus away from that, but I think that's where it eventually is headed. It bothers me that... Um, now, again... I don't condone what he did. I don't condone any of his actions, but it's not for me to judge, mm-hmm. really. But like, also, there were certain things that were said about him mm-hmm. that I thought were intrigued, like the low-hanging fruit, calling him fat. Yeah, of course. Right? Um, you know, I'm a I'm a chunky guy myself. You know, hold on, let's let's do it this way. You know, I think I don't think anybody's really seen this. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen this, um, 
Let me show it to you. Because it doesn't bother me. Um, I'm not hiding it. My dad crushed my face in. That's what he did. I was four. Mm -hmm. uh, at the time, you know, your bones and what have you weren't, uh, were not at the adult age. So they were going to grow. They were going to grow. And they said, you know, when you hit 25 and you're fully formed, we can probably do something for you. Well, here's the thing. When you go through kindergarten and you go through first grade and you go through third and then you get to sixth and then you get to eighth and then you get to twelfth. So I've been dealing with this my whole life. Mm -hmm. It has not stopped me, it has not had any kind of impediment on anything that I've ever done in my whole mm -hmm. life. I've it's I'm comfortable. I actually forget. And then somebody will see me. And you can see the look on their face. They're just like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, what happened to you? Are you okay? Did you have a stroke? No, I just had a, a really nasty dad who had issues. That's all. Is it? Just had some issues, bro. Um, so I say that to say this is that you can take this and screenshot it if you want. You can. Oh, he's fat. He's ugly. He's this. He's that. I'm married. Yeah, <laughs> I've had women all my life. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe by nefarious ways sometimes, but not. It wasn't wasn't meant always by that. Um, but um, this is me. This is who I am. I'm proud of who I am. You know, I don't want to be anybody else. God, this is what God has, you know, chosen for me to be. You know, yes, I need to lose weight. I'm doing that. You know, I'm you know eating better and, and whatever, which is, you know, been hard over the last year. When mm -hmm. you know your seventy four year old mother is literally just fading away. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, uh, right in front of your eyes. But you know, now I can get out and I can get back into a regimen and do all these things. But I'm only doing it for healthy. I'm not doing it because I want you to be impressed by me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I had to so, go through something similar. So again, I talk about, uh, yeah, I live in an urban place because obviously you can probably hear the horn. I don't know if you I can, can hear, hear it. it yeah. I can hear it and they can hear it. So we're going to, I don't know if we're going to be able to cut that out, guys. So I, I apologize. That's not that bad. But what I'm just trying to say about all of this is that, you know, there is another person on the other side. So Whatever vile or whatever bitterness you have towards that person, when you put it on social media like mm -hmm. that, and with the advent of screen grabbing and all of this, it's going to live forever. Yeah, yeah. Forever. Mm hmm So, you know, think of a time where you were hurt. Think of the time where, you know, you didn't feel pretty if you're a young lady, if you're a guy, you didn't feel handsome. Maybe you're going through an awkward phase. Maybe you didn't like your voice. Maybe you didn't like your hair or your nose. Maybe you your nose was too big for your face and you had oh, to, man. you know, whatever. Maybe you were out of shape. Maybe you had some sort of thyroid condition that makes you overweight. I don't know. Yeah. But think about all those things that you have 
looked at yourself in the mirror on and and had like days where you didn't feel so comfortable about you. Mm-hmm. And then now you're going to put it on somebody else mm-hmm. because you feel bad and now you need to make this other person feel bad. Yeah. Where are we at? Where are we at as a people? Yeah, yeah, no, it's absolutely insane and <clears throat> I social media just amplifies those instincts that we all have within us. You were going through that list of things people might feel insecure about, and I was I could have checked them all off as things I've struggled with at different points in my life. I I too I I had a pretty a pretty rough year in the seventh grade. And coming out of the seventh grade I weighed like like sixty five, six uh, seventy more pounds than I do today. So I mm-hmm. I went through a, a a really rough period and getting getting bullied, dealing with all of it. I I always mention how childish Gambino saved my life in this scenario because he had this this one song on the end of the project camp where he has this monologue and he goes into like the most embarrassing moment of his life and how he learned from that moment basically to embrace everything like how you no one can turn around and tell someone your secret because you've already told everyone your secret everyone already knows who you are because you've made it very evident to them and that that was a thing that clicked with me and made me like realize in my life that it, it's okay to make fun of yourself basically it's okay to be in on the joke and all that stuff and it made me infinitely happier as a person made me into the man I am today and I always look back on that moment in my life as something I'm incredibly glad that happened and I'm so glad it resonated with me in that way but for different people Obviously, the same song's not going to work for everyone, and everyone needs that one thing that's going to make something click a little different in their head. That's You can hear the same message a thousand times, but sometimes it's a thousand and first, someone says something a little differently, and then, oh my god, Eureka! So, for, for everyone in this situation, not just Zion, not just the women, but the people online going through this and and bashing both people on both sides. This has turned into uh, whether you're on Zion's side or you're against Zion's side. It, it, it's just nonsense at point. Right. For, for everyone, I think there needs to be that moment of introspection and self-awareness and realizing like why you feel the need to cut someone down to your level when realistically we should all just be working to help raise each other up. Obviously not the people who do awful shit, but just even even them, to be honest, because then maybe they'll stop doing the awful shit that causes all the drama. So like, I, I just think it's a problem with the way we look at all these all these issues and social media kind of amplifies it and causes that, that momentum rolling downhill. 
of just more and more people wanting to pile on to a situation and prove that they're better than whatever professional athlete they wish they could have his job. So instead, they're just going to make fun of him online. I, I, yeah, I just hate that that's the way it goes, but that's the way it goes. Goddamn. I think, I hope, I hope the comedians, mm-hmm. our real comedians, right? I hope they start to take a, like a, their lens. Yeah. And maybe move it from political and move it right to social media and all the, like, I like how, uh, what is it, Jimmy Fallon? Does he do, the, like, the, the mean tweets? Oh, uh, is it Jimmy Fallon or is it uh, it's one I of the two? It, anyway, uh, there's this thing online, this YouTube thing online, where, like, you'll have celebrities reading, the, like, mean the, tweets about themselves. Yeah. And then the audience is laughing and all that. And there's been a couple where a couple gone really well. Yeah, a couple. There was one where it was, like, F around and find yeah. out. Like, oh, is this what you think? Oh, yeah, pull up, find out. And um, it's it's a caricature of what is actually going on. It's bringing it to light and then kind of going going like this, like, really, dude? Like, you're behind your little keyboard mm-hmm. and you're saying all these things? Like, yeah, in the time it took you to type that out, like I made another thirty five thousand dollars. <laughs> no, you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, like at the end of the day, you're sitting there, and really, by the way, any comments, any likes, any you know retweets or quote treat tweets or whatever it is, that's all engagement for that person. So you're still helping yeah, yeah. that person. Uh-huh. And I don't even think you realize it. You're sitting there, and it's it's the thing that I always talk about. My um, it was the one thing that I really wanted to get to my mother, and I um, before she passed, it was bitterness. The way bitterness was explained to me, mm-hmm. and it opened my eyes. It's like you taking the poison and waiting for the other person to die. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Hold on, wait. You're gonna feel bad in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that's really true. I that I, I have to say that's one of the greatest gifts my mother gave me is just like the inability to hold a grudge. The the just like I can't even remember. People do something that bothers me, and I decide. I'm not going to commit any future brain power to the fact that I was bothered by this situation. And oftentimes people will walk up to me and apologize for something. And then I spend the next two minutes trying to figure out what the hell they're saying sorry for, because whatever they did, I just didn't let it take up any brain space at all. And that, that comes a hundred percent from my mother. She's, she is just that way as well. And it, it's, saved my life in so many ways but that's cool that you had that with your mother Mm -hmm. like i had to get that from other people listen my mom did a lot of things Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i'm finding out about writing this eulogy there's so many things that she gave me Mm -hmm. that i'm finding out that i have in my tool tool belt 
that I can't wait to share with people with on the you know with the eulogy and her memorial service, but um I had to find that through God. I had to find that through um my church family, you, others who are um really in my inner circle mm. or yeah. whatever. But I have I have a, a tremendous group and I found that. Um and my self worth has come from um just knowing how God sees everyone, but I have a personal relationship, so I know how he sees mm-hmm. me. So I try to act as such. And the one thing that you brought up was I notice also now mm-hmm. when we're in our little groups and listen, we get a little launchy, we get a little mm-hmm. crazy in our group sometimes, you know, when you got testosterone go- going on. Always. This is what happens, mm-hmm. right? I noticed lately when somebody has kind of goaded me into some any kind mm-hmm. of conversation, my go-to statement is, well, you know, you are allowed to have that opinion. Mm-hmm. That's my go-to yeah, statement yeah. now. It's like, well, I can't understand why you would have yeah. that opinion. Everyone. And then other characters, and you can just hear it. Mm-hmm. It's just the, ah, oh, we're not going <laughs> yeah. to get on to engage in this. Formality of whatever it is. Um, um, but I guess can, do me this one mm-hmm. favor because you are more active on it. I'm trying to be more active. Mm-hmm. You've been pushing me to be more active on social, and I've kind of gone I've like, been working. Uh, well, you've been, you've been, I have to say, you've been doing a great job. You've been doing way, way more than I even expected. So I, I'm very happy oh, with what you're, you're putting out on socials. Yeah. Well, give me a couple things that you have seen in social media that were good. And then give me just one that you realize, like, this is the one thing I would love to be able to extract out of social media, if you could. Like, if there was, like, a, a wish list. Mm. You have a... Just give me a couple of little things, like a couple of anecdotes about something you saw on the internet that was good. You kind of went, that, oh, that was that was awesome. Well, I one of the one of the great things I think that we've seen on on the internet overall is like the advent of crowdfunding. There are so many different situations where people cannot get loans and cannot get loans that they need paid back, and they're in a very rough spot for whatever the reason. And it's a lot of times if you can come online with that story and it gets picked up by the right person, you're going to smash that crowdfunding goal out of the the water. And that that's the community helping each other. That's all it is. That has nothing to do with anything other than social media itself. So that, I, I have to say, is the greatest thing I've seen come out of social media overall. The mm-hmm. the negative is just the, the exact thing we talk about and the fact that people like race and compete to see who can say the most outlandish thing about someone to get a reaction from them. Or a lot of times it's not even like, someone will say this awful thing about Zion and not ever want Zion to see it or not ever think that Zion's going to see it, but they just want the likes and the retweets on the comment that then gets them a little more clout, a little more seen into the public eye and they can 
use that to recycle over and over again. It's it's the the sickest thing about it overall. And the pro the problem is again, like you talked about earlier, even bad engagement is good engagement. Like at, even if people are downvoting your stuff, even if people are trashing it, they're still mentioning your name. They're getting you you out there to a wider audience and every single every single person who uploads a video gets dislikes so no matter what that whoever is trashing you they're going to accidentally sell you on people who watch their video and disagree with the, with the sit like everyone just gets more famous <laughs> it's it's very problematic on that side it's um just all attention is good attention and that's been more true on social than anywhere else in the world so whether you're a supporter mm-hmm. you're a hater you're a troll mm-hmm. you're a um attention succubus because yeah. those those are out there mm-hmm. um or just Somebody who just wants attention. Keep in mind, the social media game is is very hard. Um, it's a it can be a cruel world out there, but also there are good things about it too. The one thing that with anything in life, it can be used for good, yeah. or it can be used for destruction. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. And people will say, oh, well, that's being real harsh saying destruction. Well, not really. Mm-hmm. Think about it in your own life. Think about tough times in your own life. Would you want somebody then pointing at you and laughing or pointing at you and said, I told you so, or <laughs> yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that coming, or you didn't see that this dude was absolutely wrong for you, yeah. or whatever it is. So take the worst moment of your life and then... Think about a million people <laughs> seeing that moment. commenting yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, if you thought about that before you were, oh, let me put out this awesome. I'm about to put out this. This is about to be brilliant, Nico. Watch, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, honestly, before you do that, think about maybe the toughest time in your life, and then think about a million people, and like seventy percent of it. Being negative. Yeah. And 30% of it being like, hey, keep your head up, mm-hmm. whatever case may be, and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we get less vile. I don't know. Yeah. I could be completely wrong. No, no. But I think if everybody just took a took a beat. Yeah. Thought like that, less stuff would come out. Yeah, that's true. I think my biggest takeaway from this conversation is we need some more haters so we can get famous. That 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 seems to be the thing we're missing right now. We need to, to say some more some more good things that piss off the evils. Well, I mean, does this help? Will, will people I, make I fun of my face think, now? I don't think people will make fun of your face. I think we just need to. I mean, if if this will help people. <laughs> To get more hate yeah. on me, you can send it to at PC <laughs> on Twitter yeah. 
or you can also send it if you want to be kind of stealthy about it. You can also send it at Nico and <laughs> RPC on Twitter. Say it's a, oh man, speaking of yeah. that, <laughs> I think this will be a light story to that maybe wrap it all up on the yeah. trolling on the trolling conversation. I got trolled yesterday by our guy Don, and he he ruined my Twitter account. Um, yesterday. Don posted on Twitter, if you want free beta codes to Madden 24, free beta codes to Madden 24, all you have to do is DM Nico, Cade is greater than Jalen, and he'll give you beta codes to Madden 24. (laughs) So now my entire Twitter inbox is goddamn flooded with randoms telling me Cade Cunningham is better than Jalen Green. It it made me laugh really hard. It didn't bother me. But I was dealing with that all day yesterday. I'm going to say it out loud. There's going to come a day where somehow, some way, Don, Don is uh, kind of just absorbed into FRPC. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um. I saw that actually, and I was like, "Oh well, oh look at Nico doing something really innovative on his." Twitter. I, I wish, I wish. No, I was like, that was just Don posting that, coming up with that randomly. I, I was just I, yesterday was Shannon's birthday. We were just sitting around with her family, and I just started getting ding, 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 ding on my phone out of nowhere, and Don had just ruined my my two-hour period it was with her it was with her parents her parents my parents uh some other members of her family her brother and stuff i would have i would have looked at him and said see this frpc <laughs> kind of a big deal no i just kind of big deal <laughs> kind of big deal around here you know i just... as soon as it happened <laughs> as soon as don did it i thought it was so funny that i told everyone about it and then the messages started coming and then it wasn't as funny it wasn't that no. fun no it was definitely not as nah, fun no nah, it was still good though shout out to don. oh my god shout out to our guy don yeah. uh unfortunately again uh don is and nico are t- attached to the hip because Detroit has the fifth pick in the yeah. draft. Houston has the fourth pick in the draft. They've been kind of around each other yeah, the last couple years in the draft every, and things. Every so. year we've been basically side by side. Last year there was Sacramento between us. But I think that this final step might be the two of us taking the two Thompson twins. So I think this Detroit versus Houston rivalry is going to find a way to maintain for the next decade here. I I don't I swear it randomly happen, but we, it's fun. If we oh by the way, two things. One, I'm gonna finish this thought because I didn't do a good job on that on the last pod. I was like all over the place. I was so excited about saying things, mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't finish thoughts. But on that thought, I want to see some sort of picture with you, Don, somehow like running into each other's arms like there's a picture of him and a picture of you if he gets a thompson twin and you get a thompson twin it better say the caption better say hold me now from the 80s group the thompson twins if i don't have that we'll 
I will do that. <laughs> we'll talk Somebody that. make that for me, please. Yeah. Can someone do that for me? That would be great. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing that I want to tell you, Nico, is that um, since we this is now an audio and video medium, um, the response to the YouTube channel has been great. Mm -hmm. So we want to thank everyone for that. We also have seen an uptick in our podcast. Mm -hmm. We want to be very grateful for that. Somehow, the middle of the country, or the middle of North America, just straight up. Yeah. If you see all of what has filled in in the last 30 days, mm -hmm. it is absolutely remarkable. And we appreciate yeah, thank you uh, the listenership. And uh, tell, tell a friend... Oh, by the way, likes, rates are good. Mm -hmm. We like all that. Engage with us on social media, so on our Twitter or what have you. Yeah. And I still need that. I still need the Don and Nico. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it together. Running towards each other. And then underneath the caption is, hold me now, because you guys each have a Thompson <laughs> twin. Now I need to almost speak this into existence. So my draft... All my draft coverage will be now just Osor and Amen going to Houston and Detroit. Yeah, yeah. So um, unless unless we we find a way to flip the pick for something else, that's what I'm pretty confident. That's what the top five is going to look like right now. Right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and wrap it up. The one, I guess, the one thing I want to say on that is again, thank every everyone who listens to the podcast. Yes. We are so grateful. And if you like this kind of content, this is why we do the Friday pod. So we can just kind of think a little bit and kind of maybe kind of adjust ourselves. And again, if, if nothing touches you today, think about your worst time and then think about a million people being able to respond to it and like 75% of it be like totally negative. And then, and then send your tweet or your Instagram comment or whatever it is. Yeah. And we'll see if we can kind of build a better uh, internet world or social media world. And we better get there before we get, before uh, the the virtual. Mm. We better get there <laughs> before the virtual. Uh, will do. Because there's gonna be some hurt feelings. <laughs> Just gonna let you know. Gonna be some hurt feelings. So we are going to, we're doing some sort of bonus draft pod today or tomorrow. Yeah, they, right? Well, this, this weekend sometime they over okay. the next little bit. Yeah. I think probably All not right. today just cause we, we might want to cover the finals game as well. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. So what we want to say is listen, be good to yourself and be good to others. And uh, for the Canadian bomber, the Canadian Shaman, the Canadian Bill Simmons, the forever Canadian son of Loretta Curran, and for this podcast, the Canadian Perez Hilton, mm. Nico Miatello, I'm Vince Carter, and uh, we will see you on this feed very soon. Bye.